Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks for downloading the John Kintura Show On Demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the Radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Live from America's finest city, it's the John Cantera Show. Oh, doctor! Now, here's the coach, John Cantera, on 97.3 The Fan. All right, you got me until 3 o'clock, and then uh, we got uh, Gwen and Chris taking over. Remember, I'll be off tomorrow. You can't get at me. You can't get at me tomorrow until uh, tomorrow night, our high school football show, 9 to 11, uh, with yours truly and Braden Suprenant. And again, I want to remind everyone we got a great football game down in the South Bay. Looking forward to going down to that brand new stadium uh, just opened last year at Hilltop High. Uh, we'll have Bonita Vista, the Barons, uh, coming in at 3 and 2, taking on the 4 and 1 uh, Hilltop Lancers. We'll have it for the, you on the radio.com app on uh, Friday night at 7 o'clock. So uh, looking forward to that. And uh, before I get back into Joe Girardi again, I'm going to throw out the phone numbers because I know everybody's got an opinion on on everything when it comes to the Padres. And uh, thanks again to uh, Bill Center who joined us in the last half hour. Uh, the Padres, and nobody's really made mention of this, and I'm really surprised in the age of numbers, I'm really surprised nobody's made mention of this other than yours truly. I, I haven't seen it written anywhere I haven't seen it uh, talked about at all. And it's probably something you don't really want to talk about. But tonight, the Padres enter the ball game with 1,526 strikeouts on the season of their offensive players. The National League record was set back in 2010 by the Arizona Diamondbacks of 1,529. That means the Padres are three away from tying the Diamondbacks for the National League all-time record for uh, uh, kind of a dubious record, to be honest with you. I mean, if I'm Johnny Washington hitting coach, I'm not going to put this on my resume, I can tell you that. And I was joking last week, you start getting close to this record, you better start bunting a lot. And don't bunt with two strikes because you're fouled off, it counts as a strikeout. Now here's the all-time record. The major league all-time record for most strikeouts in a season is in 2013 by the Houston Astros, 1,535. 1,535. Right now, the Padres are nine strikeouts away from tying the all-time record for most strikeouts in a season. In 10, they'll become the new record holder. Ouch. I knew it was a bad year. I knew there were a lot of swings and misses. But I didn't know they were going to be uh, an all-time record set by the Padres for strikeouts in a season. That That's not a record I want any uh, part of any way, shape, or form. And you know what? We can talk about the failures of this ball club. We can talk about 
uh, this guy not doing that and that guy not doing that and this guy underperformed. There's a problem here. There, there's a problem here. And it's all about approach and philosophy of what you're trying to do at the plate. I'm seeing way too many hitters, in my opinion, and I've been around baseball a long time and worked with a lot of hitters and still work with a couple of hitters that are playing professional baseball right now when they're home during the off season. But I'm seeing a lot of open stances, and I'm seeing a lot of uh, heavy back leg where they're trying to really uh, uh, jump off of that back leg a little bit to increase their power with the, the old uh, launch angle. And you know what? Not all the guys on this team can hit with that uh, style. And not only that, a lot of them have a hard time getting a ball on the outside part of the plate. They're trying to get their arms extended. Now, you, you strike out uh, this much, you, you got a real issue, and you need to evaluate it throughout the whole course of your organization. And talking to professional scouts of other organizations, they told me a lot of this is being taught down in the Padre uh, lower levels. And I would uh, beg to differ. I don't think you can hit that way. Not everybody can hit that way. A very, very small percentage of baseball players, you have to have some talent. First of all, you got to be a good, solid, fundamental hitter to begin with. And then you can start toying with some of these other things on these launch angles. But if you're going to try to move up the ranks and just be a launch angle hitter, you're going to be uh, probably uh, working uh, uh, at Costco or, or someplace else uh, down the road because – it's not going to be in your best interest. Okay, I want to get back to Girardi a little bit. Because Girardi was on uh, yesterday with Gwen and Chris. And, and I, I like Joe Girardi. I, I like him because I think he's a good teacher. He knows the game inside and out. He caught forever. Uh, was a part of championship ball clubs, a player. Uh, he managed the, the uh, Yankees to a world title. Uh, there, there's nothing, I don't think, not to like about Joe Girardi. You know, we, we heard earlier, and I mentioned the athletic Ken Rosenthal was – uh, talking about uh, how if Madden uh, gets bounced out in Chicago, that the Angels, after only one year, would maybe move on for Brad Osmus. Uh, is that because Brad Osmus didn't do a good job? Or is that because Joe Madden is that great? I don't know how great Madden is. I really don't. I, I don't have a great feel for Joe Madden, uh, like I do Bochy or a guy like Joe Girardi. Uh, you know, Madden does all these little cute things. You know, they get on the airplane in their pajamas, and uh, they don't take batting practice, which I'm, I think is fine. I mean, uh, I think Madden's right on with that. I mean, I think these guys, and I've talked about it on the program, these guys spend way too much time at the ballpark. You, you tell these guys, hey, tomorrow you show up at 5 o'clock, take a few swings in the cage, loosen up, we're playing at 7-10. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, if you go out and get beat 9 to nothing, your general manager's looking out of the side of his uh, – uh, face at you, the, the owner finds out, he's upset, hey, why didn't Joe have those guys in there ready to play? That's a bunch of BS. You don't. Uh, you want a rested ball club. And some of the things that Madden does are kind of cool, but I don't know how much of a difference maker he is. I never look at Madden as being a great uh, strategist. Not at all. You know, I look at Bochy. Bo Bochy's greatest strength is players like playing for him, and there's nobody better in baseball, and there's nobody even close in baseball that can handle a pitching staff and a bullpen like Bruce Bochy. You saw it here in San Diego, and you saw it up there uh, for many years with the San Francisco Giants. There, there's nobody even close. I mean, there's Hall of Fame managers, and he's going to be a Hall of Fame manager because, you know, winning three titles. And he got to the Padres, uh, four division titles and a World Series appearance, and got beat by a great ball club, a great ball club in 98 by the New York Yankees. One of the greatest ball clubs that I saw in my lifetime. 
was that 1998 Yankee team. In fact, I'll tell you the three teams that I think of. When I think about the best teams I've ever seen in my lifetime, I think you've got to go back and look at that uh, 75 uh, uh, Reds team. They were awful good. Uh, they were good back-to-back here, 75 and 76. And then you take a look at the Yankee team in 98. And I'll be honest, that team last year of Boston, and I know they failed miserably this year, but that Boston team last year was as good a baseball team as I've seen. I mean, they could beat you in a variety of different ways. They could beat you with power. They could beat you with speed. They could beat you with defense. They could beat you with pitching. They had the bullpen when Kimbrell could actually get somebody out. I mean, they had a hell of a ball club last year. But Joe Girardi, for some reason, maybe because he's young, he's kind of a tough guy, and he's a no-nonsense guy. I like guys like that. You need to have accountability. And if anything with Andy Green, I think Andy lost accountability with his players. I don't know if he couldn't get on Machado without Machado crying to the front office. I don't know. I'm not down there. If the Padres want me to be in the clubhouse, they'll invite me to be a member of the staff, and I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Because one thing about me when it comes to baseball, I'm going to give my opinion. And I'll give it to the owner. I'll give it to the general manager. I'll give it to anybody who will listen. Because I want this ball club to win a damn world title before my days on earth are gone. And so everything I do is try to be in the best interest of the ball club. And uh, hopefully they can get a good manager. But uh, as far as Girardi, Girardi was on yesterday with Gwen and Chris. And uh, they wanted to gauge his interest in the Padre job. And here's what big Joe Girardi had to say. I think it's very attractive. I think you look at the young players that have, I don't know, in a sense graduated and gotten to the big leagues, and the young players that are continuing to to rise through their system, um, a number of pitchers, a number of middle infielders that that the Padres have. I I, I think it's an exciting time to be a Padres fan, and I think there were a lot of people that would, would like this job. Well, that's what he had to say about the job, and then they asked him about, Managing with involvement from the front office. Um, I think a lot more um, than when I was a player. A lot more when I started as a manager, but not a lot more than when I finished as a manager. Um, On a fairly regular basis, I would talk to our analytical people and talk to them about what they saw, lineup construction, different types of lineups, maybe frustrated with our lineup at the time and how do we make it better. Those sort of things. So on a daily basis, I would want to pick their brain. You know, again, I've said that I I love the analytics of the game. I love the math behind the game. So to me, it was always interesting to talk to a lot of the analytical people. So I think they should be involved because I think the information they have is really, really good. So to me, it has changed a lot. Well, uh, I think a big question we all have here in San Diego, Manny Machado, was he and Andy Green on the same page? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but I know when he came out to batting practice the other day and he had that T-shirt that said, uh, in Preller we trust, uh, I kind of took that as a little bit of a shot uh, Manny was taking at Andy Green. I don't know how you uh, played that or saw that picture on Twitter, but uh, you know, whoever gets this job is going to have to manage and work with guys like Machado and Hosmer and, uh, you know, uh, some of the veterans on this ball club, depending on who they uh, bring in during the offseason. But here's uh, Joe Girardi. Remember, he managed all those years in uh, Yankees and had to go against Machado 19 times a year. Here's his thoughts on Manny Machado. Well, 
Unfortunately, I had to watch him compete against us for a long, long time. <laughs> he was really good, right? And he was one of those guys that could beat your best, you know. Um, a lot of times it was Mariano Rivera. He had some success off of Mo. Um, he had some success off of different people. And, and there were times I got tired of seeing him come to the plate, to be honest. But I was always, I was always enamored at the plays that he could make defensively some of the balls that he hit and the type of player he was. And the other thing was he went to post every day. He played every day. Yeah. And I give him a lot of credit for that because that takes a mental toughness and it's a mental grind. But he was there for his team every day. Well, that was Joe Girardi on uh, Manny Machado. When we come back, uh, we're going to uh, hear from Joe uh, regarding the catcher situation here in San Diego. If you'd like to chime in, give me your opinion today, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Coach John Cantero, we're headed to 3 o'clock in the Gwen and Chris program today right here on 97.3 The Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I love the tunes on our show. Good stuff right there. Uh, we're going to uh, 3 o'clock today. Uh, time is 2.21. Hope everyone having a great day out there. Again, I'll be uh, off tomorrow. Uh, I'll uh, be uh, in tomorrow night, though, uh, uh, 9 to 11 with Braden Soprano. We'll have the high school football show. Get you ready for another big weekend of uh, high school football. And, again, make sure you uh, download our radio.com app. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, I mentioned it earlier, we got NFL football here on 97.3 The Fan, and then our, on our uh, radio.com app, we've got the Navy Midshipmen uh, going against Memphis tomorrow night. Uh, but uh, tomorrow night at 9 o'clock, uh, following NFL football on 97.3 The Fan, Braden and I will be on with the high school uh, football show, uh, get you ready for a big Friday night. And, again, we're going to be down at Hilltop. It will be Bonita Vista and Hilltop Friday night, 7 o'clock on radio.com. When I last left you uh, for that commercial break, I mentioned uh, Joe Girardi yesterday with Gwen and Chris, uh, and I heard this. I, I really liked it. Uh, I'm not sure uh, how you're going to get this guy to swing the bat better. Uh, and I look at Austin Hedges right now, and we all know he's a, a great defensive catcher. Now, a year from now, uh, I actually looked up his contract last night. A year from now, he'll be arbitration eligible. Uh, but right now, Austin Hedges this year, uh, he's uh, caught in 100 games. He has 308 at-bats. And going into tonight's ball game, he has one, uh, a 79 average. 179 average, and then we got uh, you know Mejia, who's done a pretty good job swinging the bat, has a ways to go as a defensive catcher. But here's what Joe Girardi had to say, uh, and again, this guy caught a long time in the big leagues. Here's what he had to say about the catching situation in San Diego. Right. I, to me, I look at the catching situation and I think, okay, the, the first thing I'm going to think is how do we make Austin a better hitter? Because he is so good defensively and he saves so many runs. And then you look at Francisco and you say, well, how do we make him defensively better? Because I think it's a good situation to have two catchers that are always fresh and you get the yeah. most out of them physically, opposed to 
wearing him out, wearing the guy down by the month of August or September, and then when it really counts in the month of October, you're, you're not getting much from him one way or the other. So to me, you focus on improving the strengths, and you focus on getting them to work together to help each other get better. That's the other thing. You know, I think about my relationship with Jorge Posada when he was young and I was older. Th there was a competition between us that was healthy and friendly, but we made each other better because we picked each other's mind. And that's, that's what I would want out of a couple catchers. I want them to complement each other instead of being, I want to play over you. That's okay, but it can't be to where it, it doesn't help the team. Uh, good stuff from Joe Girardi, and I'm going to tell you the thing that I like, and maybe I look at things a little bit different. I mean, when you're sitting in your car, and I, I, I said yesterday, I was listening to this interview when I was sitting in the parking lot of my dentist's office, uh, getting ready to go get my teeth cleaned yesterday, and, uh, you know, I'm listening to Girardi, and I'm listening and hanging on every word. And then, of course, I had the ability to come in today and, you know, listen to it again. And anytime you listen to an interview a second time, that, that's why sometimes when we'll recycle interviews on a program, uh, the second time you listen, you, you hear things you may have missed the first time. And that's why recycling, you know, great interviews. Like we had Tiki Barber on yesterday. He was fantastic. And, again, you can go to our website at 97.3thefansd.com and hear uh, that interview and all the interviews uh, of all the guys throughout the course of the week. But when he's talking about Austin, when he's talking about Francisco, he's not calling these guys by their last name. Now, remember, he, he's been out of it now for a couple of years. I mean, uh, his last year was 2017, and he's been working at the MLB Network. And believe me, the, the Padres aren't the, the number one, two, three, or four, or five story each and every night in the MLB Network when Joe Girardi's on. Uh, they were the number one story the day they signed Manny Machado. So, you know, I just wonder how much time, you know, Joe has really paid attention to the Padres, but I can tell by the way he's answering questions from Gwen and Chris yesterday, he's done some research. He's done his homework because he knows he wants an opportunity to come out and interview and possibly get this job. And, again, I don't know how you fans feel. I mean, I take a vote here. You know, we took a vote yesterday kind of on the year Machado was having, and, you know, I gave him a – a B minus, and some of you were a little bit tougher graders. Others were uh, real nice. I guess if he just showed up to work, he got an A uh, for a few of our callers yesterday. But at the end of the day, why not Joe Girardi as the manager of the Padres? I like him better than I like Joe Madden. I mean, Joe Madden won the World Series there with the Cubs and all that's great. And Madden was on today, our sister station, 670 to score, and, and talked about how he'd like to come back. And, you know, we'll see where it goes over the next three or four days. Boy, going into today, they lost seven in a row. I mean, you talk about a team really going belly up. Uh, they've gone belly up. And Bruce Bochy, again, we don't know. I, I wish I could sit here and tell you that I know for a fact that Bruce Bochy wants to manage next year, I can't tell you that. Because as far as I know from, you know, just talking with Boach and hearing other things, Kim wants him to take a year off. That's his wife. She'd like him to take a year off. We'll see where that goes. If the Padres really want Bruce Bochy, would it be a good fit? Can you come home a second time and make it work? I don't know. You, you see coaches that go back to a job they had once upon a time where they had great success, and it never really seems to work out. So, you know, give me your thoughts on that. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Now, I want to go back to this morning. 
because, you know, as you get older, you, you spend a little more time watching the news and wanting to know what's going on in the world. I mean, you know, I just don't watch Sports Center morning, noon, or night. I like to watch, uh, you know, the evening news and, and then watch the national news. And a guy that I'm a really big fan of, and I'm hoping someday I can meet him. I know he's from San Diego. He went to Madison High School, but is Major Garrett. Uh, he's been the White, Ho- White House correspondent. Uh, for a long period of time. I know in the last year he's gotten a promotion still uh, yeah, on, the, on the trail there in Washington. But he was on with the boys this morning. He's a big-time Padre fan, having grown up in San Diego. And here's his take on Joe Girardi. I am kind of partial to Joe Girardi. Uh, I know everyone is infatuated with Joe Madden and his success with the Cubs. I wouldn't be displeased with that. Uh, I actually think Ron Washington uh, did very well for the Texas Rangers and is a smart baseball mind. There are a lot of people out there. I just want the Padres and the front office to understand one of the things I believe happened with Andy Green is he did not command respect of his front line most valuable financial players for whatever reason. And whoever comes in has to command their respect and has to impose accountability for things that are visibly unacceptable in professional baseball. Blunders that should not be made that are routine and also speak to a lack of focus. And that's everything from running out grounders to tagging runners when they're in front of you (laughs) to chasing foul balls that are uh, reachable and essentially playing pitch by pitch with a level of attentiveness and attention to detail. I think he wrapped it up pretty well there. I think a good job by uh, Major Garrett uh, from uh, CBS uh, on with the boys this morning. You know, you can tell the guy pays attention. I know I saw they had that nice article on him in the paper here uh, a few weeks back, him and his daughter sitting in a Padres game. And, I mean, big Padres fan. He, he makes no bones about it. You know, he's waiting for the Padres just like me to, to get it going and, and win and win and win and win consistently. And then I look at the Dodgers. And it's hard for me not to look at the Dodgers because, you know, the Padres, what, 31 games back right now with the Dodgers? I mean, even if you cut that in half, you cut that in half, you're still a wild card possibility. But you got to get some guys on the mound. We could bring in the greatest manager in the world. You got to have some arms. You got to have some arms. The position lineup of the Padres is going to end up working itself out in center field, second base, behind the plate. We know we got one of the most talented young players in all of baseball, and Fernando Tatis Jr. And I just cross my fingers. He can stay healthy. Machado's had a down year. Uh, I don't think his attitude the last uh, month or so has been all that great. He's got to pick it up a little bit. Hosmer's had a good year, not a great year. And then you've got to figure out what you're doing in those corner outfields. But it all starts with pitching. There's not a team that's won a World Series that hasn't had good starting pitching and a good quality bullpen. AJ's got a lot of work to do. And we're going to be here each and every day, Monday through Friday, 12 to 3, to uh, talk about it throughout the course of the winter going into next baseball season. When we come back, I want to get your take. Who would you like to see be the manager of the Padres? Are you with me? Joe Girardi would be a great fit. Are you a Joe Madden fan? You're a Bruce Bochy fan? And again, with Boch, i got a question mark because I don't know 
really if he plans on managing next year. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Final half hour coming around the corner. We'll also get the Hang a Star play of the day, and we'll have a little a crossover with Gwen and Chris from Rovino the Foodery. Coach John Cantera, thanks for joining me right here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, 2.36 the time. Hope you're having a great day out there. Uh, been uh, a very enjoyable show as always. Again, I'll be with you until the top of the hour, and then I'll send you out to Ravino the Foodery. Those guys, man, they, they're loving it down there. I, I think they want to broadcast for all winter down there. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, and the gang, uh, they had a great time down there last night. They'll be down there in the East Village uh, tonight as well. And uh, we'll hopefully uh, get them for a crossover today. Uh, when, if we can get them away from signing autographs from some of the fans down there uh, prior to the talk show. Okay, we're going to open up the phone lines now, uh, talk about this Padre managerial situation. Uh, you know, I don't think that we can talk about it enough because this is going to be a huge hire. This is a huge hire. You cannot hire a rookie uh, with training wheels this time around. You know, when they hired Andy Green, there was no problem hiring Andy Green. I mean, we a lot of us didn't know who Andy Green was other than he'd been the bench coach over there for Chip Hale with the Arizona Diamondbacks, and Andy had done a really nice job uh, managing a few years down in the minor leagues. But now you've got this number one farm system that everybody talks about. you got some pitching, not a lot of pitching. you got some arms, but you don't have a lot of pitchers. Uh, and I saw they, they uh, shut down Quantrill, so now Paddock, Quantrill, and Andres Munoz shut down. you got to get more pitching. And, but you've got to hire a manager with experience. I don't. You, you just can't do it. I mean, if you're AJ Preller, you know that the heat is on you now. Once you fired Andy Green, the light in the room is focused on the forehead of the general manager, who really has had carte blanche here in San Diego. The owners have done everything he's asked, and they've eaten a ton of money, eaten a ton of money. And now you got to go out and you got to hire a veteran manager and get the job done. And Joe Girardi wants the job. He's been out. He's fresh. He's enthusiastic. He's a good teacher. He's worked with catchers because he was a longtime catcher. You've got to have that great uh, connection with your catcher and manager because the catcher on your ball club is the extension of the skipper. So, you know, he likes Austin Hedges, wants him to become a better hitter. He's got some ideas how he can do that. He knows he is a better offensive player than a defensive player. But a guy like Joe Girardi could really help him. And he's won a world title as a player and as a manager. Your thoughts, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. And I jokingly throw it out there, I'm still waiting for that one Aztec call today. Eric in San Diego, you're on with Coach John Cantera on 97.3 The Fan. How you doing today? Hey, Coach, how's it going? I'm doing very well. I'm trying to help the Padres hire a manager. Yeah, I was actually your last caller yesterday, and uh, my first choices were either Bochy if he decides or Madden, and Girardi was my third because I liked the fire because, you know, he got thrown out a lot. <laughs> players. But uh, yesterday you told me to listen in at 4 o'clock, and when the coach tells me to do something, I listen. Thank you. And, and man, I he had all the answers every question I totally agreed with and I'm like wow this guy really really fits and the enthusiasm and wanting to work with you know players and hedges and 
because I love Hedges' defense, but it's the bat that he struggles at. But yeah, I just I I feel like our last two managers were just way too laid back. Even their post their post interviews they were they were just boring. They just talked so much and and they were just so chill and calm. And and us as Padre fans, it frustrated me because I'm like, are you not mad? Is this not bothering you that we're you know losing and that you know our numbers are still you know very similar ninety plus losses and and nothing's changed and we have better and we're and each year we're getting better and better players and it's still the same result this year um and i think Girardi's fresh and, and enthusiasm and like yet like i just love the fire that he brings um i'm not a yankees fan but i love to watch highlights and and you know things like that and i just love how much fire he has that's one of the reasons why we loved Manny Machado so much when he came because, you know, he, he, he's going to bring a fire and excitement. And I think Joe Girardi over Madden and Bochy, and I love Bochy, but I think Joe Girardi kind of convinced me yesterday. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. And, you know, I knew I'd be impressed by listening to the interview because I interviewed Joe here about three weeks ago. Uh, and, you know, I've watched him on the NLB Network, uh, you know, watched him manage. I watched him here uh, in San Diego. I'll, I'll tell you a guy that knows Girardi pretty well, and he kind of turned me on to Girardi um, when he was managing with Miami. It was Bob Scanlon. Bob and Girardi played together in Chicago, and Bob's always been a big uh uh, Joe Girardi fan. He just said the guy brings it to the table each and every day. And so, you know, I've kind of followed Joe's career. Uh, I don't know him other than interviewing him on the radio, uh, but I'm pretty uh, impressed with his resume, to say the least. Eric, thanks so much for weighing in. I appreciate it. And thanks again for tuning into the interview yesterday. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me again. You're welcome. I appreciate that phone call. That opens up a line at 833 288 0973 Like I said early in the program today, if Joe Girardi's good enough to manage the New York Yankees for 10 years, I don't think he's gotten any dumber. I mean, why couldn't he be the manager of the San Diego Padres? Why would they not hire him? Why would they not hire him? Who do they want to hire? You know when you fire a guy, you know who you want to hire. Okay, I mean, we're, we're sitting here uh, uh, throwing out this name and that name. It's great for sports talk radio. I mean, this is like uh, uh, sh- uh, shooting fish in a barrel, okay? But at the end of the day, they know who they want to hire. But are they going to hire a rookie manager to entrust them with all this so-called talent we keep hearing about? I want to get your thoughts on that, 833-288-0973. Daryl in Solana Beach, you're next on with Coach John Contera. Daryl, how are you today? Good, Coach. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for the call. Sure. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about this a lot yesterday, is that if uh, Bruce Bochy uh, called uh, Preller and said, you know, I'd like to, or called the show and said I'd be interested in managing the Padres, everybody would be jump on board, uh, you know, in a heartbeat. Right. Uh, Bruce, Bo- 20 years ago, Bruce Bochy was a, a uh, you know, a journeyman catcher, that, uh, you know, uh, had a decent major league career, but nothing spectacular, went to the Padres minor leagues and managed in the minor leagues a little bit, and then they brought him up, and he did a great job. And Barajas is essentially the same, has the same resume that Bochy did uh, before he won his World Series. I agree with that. He's a, he's a catcher, uh, and I, I like catchers as managers, I think they see the game differently than a lot of uh, players do. 
And so uh, uh, I believe that, that Barajas is our best bet. Uh, I, I don't want uh, Sosha. He's, you know, and Bochi, I think are both just uh, two, you know, they're, 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 they're done. They've just, they've done their thing. And now it's time for them to uh, go back and enjoy life a little bit. Um, but uh, uh, Barajas is, is, you know, at least 20, 20, 25 years younger. And uh, he's got, some, he's, he's got some, uh, something left in the tank. Okay, Darrell, let me ask you this. If you're A.J. Preller and you've been here for five years, you've spent a lot of money uh, trying to bring talent to this organization, you fire your, your guy that you hired. I mean, he was the one that fired Buddy Black, put in Pat right. Murphy. That was a complete disaster, in my opinion. That was a disaster. He, he brings in Andy Green. Andy, I think, early on did a good job. They obviously were not on the same page. Whatever happened behind closed doors, I have no idea. And, and I like Andy, okay? And I like AJ. I like both those guys. But at the end of the day, they didn't feel like they could work any longer with one another. Uh, if you're AJ Preller, knowing that you know you got this top farm system, people in the ownership are expecting you to compete in 2020 and 2021, can you hire a, a rookie major league manager, even though Barajas has done a hell of a job down in the minor leagues management? Well, I think uh, Barajas uh, far more than, um, than say, um, Yes, some of these other guys that are that are uh, young and, and uh, uh, have been good players, but uh, don't have the managerial experience. Uh, you know, Barajas is is, is the exception uh, to that rule. And, and uh, again, some of these other managers have been fired. You know, Joe Girardi didn't leave uh, New York on on the best of terms. No, but and, he was there uh, for a decade, though. I mean, if we could hire a guy here. Uh, in San Diego, and he was a manager for uh, 10 years, uh, that would tell me he had pretty good success. Hey, Daryl, thanks for the call, buddy. Always appreciate it. Okay, see you later. Uh, good, good stuff. Uh, he likes Rod Barajas. And, you know, there are some things. There are a lot of things, actually, to like about with Rod Barajas. Uh, the guy, number one, knows the players. He's won three division titles, won a PCL title uh, with the uh, the Padres, and has been the bench coach. The players uh, tremendously uh, I have great affection for him. Steve in North County, you're next up with Coach John Cantero on 97.3 The Fan. How you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great, Coach. It's good to hear. Good well, to hear th from you. thanks for the today? phone call. I appreciate that. Hey, Coach, uh, a couple of things. It's funny. One was you were talking about Joe Girardi. My, I tried calling yesterday, but you got a little busy late in the afternoon. Um, yeah, I, I am kind of a fan of a little bit more of a hard-nosed Joe Girardi. Uh, but then on the other aspect, it's funny, you're just, just talking about Rob Barajas, and I, you know, you want to get a, a named uh, manager in there because obviously A.J. Preller knows it's his butt if nothing doesn't happen next year. But one thing about Barajas is you guys just mentioned about him having titles down in AAA and AA, and, but he is uh, bilingual. And a lot of people don't try to take that into, you know, into perspective that how players can relate. And there's so many people that, you know, Dominican Republic and, you know, Hispanic that, can relate better with somebody that's a bilingual manager. It's just a thought. What are your thoughts on that, Coach? Well, I saw one of the things, and I think it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. If you don't speak, uh, if you're on the the manager and you don't speak uh, Spanish, uh, th that's okay, but you got to have some guys on your staff that can. And you got to, you know what? The one thing that I would say, 
about you know being a manager you got to be able to connect with people hey whether or not you can communicate uh, uh, with uh, you know being bilingual uh, there's other ways to communicate and, and you know what these, these players if they like you they're gonna work with you a little bit but you got to get them on your side at the end of the day the thing that I want most if I'm running a ball club or I'm coaching a team in any sport I just want those guys number one to respect me. They don't have to like me, and they're probably not going to like me uh, at certain parts of time. And I know there are going to be certain guys on the right. team that are probably never going to like me. But at the end of the day, I just want them to respect what we're trying to get done and play your ass off for me. And at the end of the day, that's all you can ask of any player and a manager. If I can sit around uh, after 162 games and drink a beer and say, man, my team busted their rear end for me all year long, then you know what? You're a winner. You may not necessarily win more than you lose that year because you might not have the talent, but I want guys busting their hump from uh, the time they show up to the ballpark until they leave that clubhouse after the last out of the ball game. Absolutely, Coach. And to follow up on that, I mean, it's been spoken before, but, you know, the, the, you know, the veterans have to set the example. You know, if you have Machada or, or Hosmer just, you know, half-assing it down the, down the baseline, you know, the younger players see that. And unfortunately, you know, they're, they're going to notice it. They're, you know, they want to see those veterans in those big multi-million dollar contracts, see them giving 100 110 percent. Because if they're not, if I'm the coach, I'm telling them. I don't care. Well, you got to get on. You know but, what? Uh, you owe it to your ball club to get on. I don't care if it's Machado or Hosmer. Hey, you got to at least uh, maybe not uh, say anything in the dugout, but you may uh, just say, hey, Eric, you know, you got to give us a little bit better effort, man. Uh, that, that didn't look good last night. And, you know, I kind of uh, tried him into it a little bit. Hey, Stephen, thanks for the call. Great call, great content. Really appreciate it. All right, thanks, Coach. Nice talking to you. Have a good day. Look forward to hearing from you again. We go from one Stephen in North County to Stephen in San Diego. You're next up with Coach John Cantera on 97.3 The Fan. How are you today? Hey, pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks so much. Uh, what's on your mind? So I've been hearing you, you know, last couple days say we don't want a rookie manager. You know, we want someone with experience. I agree with that, but, uh, you know, I think there's two guys that have experience in Madden um, and Girardi that you like. Other than that, um, I don't want to be too scared of a rookie manager. You know, you look at maybe three of the, the top teams the last couple of years, Alex Cora um, with the Red Sox, Dave Roberts with the uh, Dodgers, and then, you know, Aaron Boone with the Yankees, all a lot of success with uh, first-time managers. want to get your thought on, you know, who's the guy who you may be okay with. Uh, given the, the range to as a first-time manager? Uh, uh, one of the guys that I, I would be very interested in the Padres talking to is Sandy Alomar Jr., who's a coach and has worked under uh, Terry Francona for a number of years there in Cleveland. Uh, he came up once upon a time in the Padre organization, got traded to Cleveland, went on, and you know played about 20 years in the big leagues behind the plate. Uh, I, I would like the Padres to interview him, to be honest with you. I don't know Sandy. Uh, I remember watching him play. I remember watching his dad play and his brother play. Uh, but I, I think he would be a guy that I would like to see uh, uh, interviewed uh, by the San Diego Padres. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know, you see, I mean, a lot of names that are coming up are like Loretta, Bert Chavez, Nevin. Um, you know, what guys are you trying to stay away from? Yeah, you know what? I'd like to see Phil Nevin, and I'll let you go, Stephen. I'd like to see Phil Nevin uh, get an interview here. I'm not sure uh, Phil would be the right guy for the job. I think he's a great baseball man. I, I, I'm surprised Phil hasn't gotten an opportunity to manage yet. Uh, but if Phil Nevin came in, 
you got to work with the front office. And uh, Phil's a good old-school baseball guy, learned a lot under Bruce Bochy. you got a great pedigree. Uh, I don't know if that would be a good fit here. I, I could see Phil uh, fitting in like in Kansas City. I think that would be a great place for him. Uh, thanks again for that phone call. Uh, let's get to our Hang a Star play of the day, and then we're going to get to that reset uh, out there at Rovino the Foodery today. What play separated the winners from the losers? It's time for the Hang a Star play of the day. You can hang a star on that, baby. A 97.3 The Fan. He holds and he pitches. Swing a long drive. Left center field. Way, way back there. Toward the wall. It's a grand slam. Internationals lead. Six to four. John Cantera Show on 97.3 The Fan. Well, that was courtesy of uh, WJFK uh, last night. Uh, they won the first game, uh, the Nationals, over the Phillies. Then they came back, uh, won the nightcap. It was a day-night doubleheader. And uh, they wrapped up uh, uh, a wild-card berth, though, uh, probably saving Davey Martinez's job there. And hopefully uh, uh, Manager Martinez is feeling a lot better. But uh, I know a guy that's feeling good right now, and I know his partner's going to be feeling good, and his producer's going to be feeling good, because once again tonight, they're at Ravino the Foodery, and that's Tony Gwynn Jr. joining me right now. And uh, gentlemen, and uh, Tony, how you doing down there? I'm good, Coach. How you doing? I'm doing very well. We're trying to help the Padres uh, hire Joe Girardi today on the talk show. <laughs> Everybody's trying to help the Padres, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, Joe came on yesterday, was very candid, uh, Seems like he's pretty interested in the job if it's if he gets an opportunity to interview for it. And uh, I would say in, in his first impression, I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. I, I listened to it. I, I was telling everybody I, I was on my way uh, to the, the doctor's office, to the dentist. I had to get my teeth cleaned. I sat in the parking lot as long as I could uh, to listen to his answers. And the thing that I, I took from that, and I knew he'd do a good job because I'd interviewed him about three weeks ago. And, you know, he's a, he's a yeah. baseball guy. And the thing that I liked, I could tell he'd done some homework on the Padres by the way he talked with you guys. Right. I I think that was the thing that popped out to me, too. Clearly, he had done his research in terms of this organization, the management, uh, how the players had performed this year. And I I know he's an MLB uh, analyst on the network uh, up uh, up in New Jersey there, but still to have the kind of background that he that he spoke about yesterday was was very impressive hey tony this is such a big hire for the padres don't they have to go with a veteran i think so i i i really believe that and you know i, I know you're i heard the, the last caller you took talked about you know first year managers and the dodgers and the yankees and the red sox the difference is those teams were already set and ready to go they just needed a, a leader to kind of get them over the hump, whereas the Padres, although they got some talent on this roster, there's still some moves that need to be made. There's still some development that needs to happen. So you got to have a, a little bit of both in this next hire, and I'm not so sure that a guy with no experience, and this is just my opinion at least, that a guy with no experience is your best option. Tony, I don't know if you saw the story. It came down about an hour ago, uh, but it popped up on my phone from the athletic. Ken Rosenthal w- was stating that, if Joe Madden were to get let go in Chicago, that the Angels, after only one year, might yeah. move on from Brad Osmus. Your thoughts on that? Uh, if that's true, I mean, that would have a ripple effect on, I think, what the Padres would want to do, right? Because I think Joe Madden is going to be at at least at the top, somewhere near the top of the list for any 
managerial spots open, especially here in San Diego, from what we've been reading at least. Uh, but if that were to happen, that means Brad Osmus is available, who could be a good fit here in San Diego too. So, listen, that, that's the beauty of this situation for the Padres is they got options. And I think for the first time in, in my lifetime at least, uh, they're going to be more than just a few guys that want to take this job, and uh, they're going to have a pick of the litter, so to speak. Well, yeah, but they may have the pick of the litter, but uh, they've got to fair, move fairly quick because they're going to be some guys probably unemployed starting Monday morning. No doubt, no doubt, which why I think it was a, 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 the reason, another reason, aside from wanting to get started on looking at 2020 in, in, in that route, in that roster, uh, they wanted to get a head start on, on picking a manager. I think that's also why A.J. Preller did it. Hey, you have a great show out there, Ravino the Fooder. We don't eat too much, and uh, see you soon. I'll do my best, Coach. You have a good day. <laughs> hey, we're going to send it out here uh, after the top of the hour update to Ravino the Foodery down there in the East Village. Adam Clue, great job today, Rich Herrera. Remember, I'll be off uh, tomorrow uh, from our 12 to 3 show. I'll be in tomorrow night, uh, 9 to 11. Be back on Friday. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for downloading the John Contreras Show on demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the Radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.